Welcome back to The Art of Adaptation, a real fake podcast production sponsored by Michigan State University's Create Microgrant program. Today we interview singer, actor, and activist Jay Gooden. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Adaptation. I'm Nate, this is Jason, and today our guest is Jay Gooden. Uh, hey everybody. Hi Jay, it's, it's good to see you. I'm sorry this is the first time getting back into the podcast in a little bit, so I'm a little rusty. We can start it off then. So everybody, we have Jay Gooden today. Jay, would you be like to describe in your own words what it is you do? Well, I am an actor, singer, writer, um, a creative in general. Um, I love vlogging. Um, you know, just creating different things, writing songs, um, editing, different things like that. Um, and I have a passion for arts and I try to mix it in with my passion for social justice because I'm also an activist at heart, um, primarily for the black community, for the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I'm always advocating. So it's really nice when I get to intersect my art with my activism, but yeah. That was a very, thorough understanding that's awesome thank you <laughs> um and kind of going off of that you were talking about you writing music and tying in this general consciousness of activism you released a single just a couple of weeks ago called i don't really know and you dedicated to the class of 21 graduating to uncertain times and you wanted to give this sense of not really sure what's next and coming to terms with that could you talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely so it's pretty much what you just said. Um, I don't really know was a time or I wrote the song um, kind of to relate to my own life because after I graduated, and I'm sure you two can relate, but everybody was like, oh, what's next? What are you doing here? What are you doing there? And it's like, I, I, I don't even know what I'm having for dinner. Like I just, I just graduated and I didn't think that I was gonna have an in-person graduation or anything like that. So it's like, the whole world is just very, very uncertain right now. And, you know, I feel like that's, you know, normal for people to just, you know, ask, what are you doing? And it's okay if you know what you're doing, but it's also okay that you don't know. And so that was my way of creatively responding to those people who are like, oh, what's next? What are you doing? Like, I, I have a plan of what I want to do, but I don't necessarily know, you know, where I'm going to get started or what the first step is. I'm just figuring it out and taking it day by day. And that's pretty much what the song is about. So, so the pandemic Sorry, we know has been going on for quite a while. Um, can you give us a little bit of an idea of your, I guess, progress? Like, where were you at the beginning? Where are you now? Where do you think you will be in a year or so based on, you know, all, all the stuff? that's happened in regards to the public health crisis? Oh yeah, definitely. So I would, I could definitely say it was a roller coaster um, as far as um, emotionally and like progress with my art, like it was a huge roller coaster. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was definitely very afraid just because, um, you know, this is a new virus, so I don't know like how, like I, I was scared to even go get groceries, but I need to get groceries to survive. So it was a little bit of that. 
Um, and then as far as like acting and art and everything, I kind of lost my passion because a lot of the things that I do um, involve interaction with other people. And so to go from seeing people every day to like not seeing anybody, um, it was really tough. It took a toll on me um, and I lost my passion and I had to kind of like find it back. I think the first semester back to school, like it was just me trying to like rediscover like why am I doing this and finding the joy and like, you know, finding a new normal of how to do it. But um, I would also say too that um, with the pandemic, it gave me a lot of time to myself, a lot of time to actually work on different things and, you know, definitely water some ideas that I had. And so I was able to release my EP because I just had more time to work on the EP. I didn't have obligations of being in certain places or I could be at two places at once. I could be in the studio recording something, but also be in class, like, because I have my laptop. So um, there was a lot of that. And then like toward like, I would say around graduation time or the spring semester in general was when I, you know, definitely had my passion, like it was reinvigorated. And I think a lot of that was because things were starting to open up more. We had in-person classes and so actually being in person and acting with other people, it kind of like, you know, brought that passion back and reminded me of like why I'm doing this. And, um, I would definitely say I was a little more cautious too, though, just because things were in person. I would say the next semester, there was a lot of COVID scares. Um, I was getting tested like probably every other week, whereas like the first semester I was pretty much by myself not going out. So, you know, I was pretty safe. Um, but, you know, now I'm fully vaccinated. So I, I'm still cautious, of course, but um, I don't know. I just feel like it, it was a roller coaster. The, I think the one thing is I don't want to say I'm thankful for the pandemic because I'm, I'm really not like this pandemic has claimed so many lives and it has affected, you know, it's affected me personally, like people that I know. But I will say it's given me time to like just reevaluate and rethink like how I want to do things. And like definitely it's made me appreciate taking time on things. The song, I don't really know. Like I had that beat for that song for about seven months. Like I got the beat right after I dropped my EP and you know I think that the song is so great is because I took my time on it I had to experience going through a senior year and going through graduation to even write that song and to be able to give it out so that's what the pandemic has definitely taught me how to do just that it, it's taught me how to slow down I think before the pandemic I was always go 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 and this has to go this way and this has to be a specific way but I found comfort and like taking my time and like making mistakes and like finding you know gold mines and the little mistakes that I do make so yeah that's wonderful I'm glad you're able to rediscover what you're working towards and I wanted you to expand a little bit on you talked about that uncertainty of how I want to do things and you said you released your full EP um you released another song ride as well you uh, appeared in the film when we get there. You've done a lot of self tapes. Looks like from your uh, from your reels. Can you talk about some of these changes that happened during the pandemic that you think will either stay with you as an industry or as a performer, and some of the things that you hope will kind of fade into the past? Um, ooh, that's a big question. I'm gonna take it piece by piece. I'm gonna try to. So um, I'm gonna start from the end. So I guess some of the things that I hope that stays I really like the capabilities or the opportunities that zoom has provided for people 
I feel like I'm able to be in rooms that I wasn't able to be in before. Um, I was able to, because of the pandemic, I was able to audition for Euphoria. I think their casting agency is like in New York and I was able to do it from Michigan. And that was like a really cool opportunity that I was able to really audition for my first industry thing, but like not necessarily have to travel or like figure out that aspect. So that was really cool. So I hope that aspect stays within the industry. Um, I also hope that like, you know, in general within the world, like we take this as, you know, a sign to just be more clean, continuing to wash our hands and, you know, being safe in that way. Um, I hope that, you know, uh, how do I say this? I hope that there's like a protocol in place for like if another pandemic happens, because this was, I just feel like nobody was really prepared for this. We didn't really know how to move, how to act. And I think a lot of things, you know, suffered because of that. Um, and uh, mainly acting and music and arts where you have to interact with people. And so I just hope that there is something in place to where it doesn't have to be a total quarantine, you know, say another pandemic comes in a few years. Hopefully not. Hopefully not, knock on wood. Um, could you say the other part of your question? Because I feel like I, you, you ask a lot. <laughs> no, you've, you've done a great job so far. I was just wondering what parts you hope stay. So you've already mentioned the ability to have access to things that were distance and some of the things that you hope will kind of fade into the past. Some of the things that we had to do the pandemic, like you said, we haven't really been able to gather. And you have a background in theater, but you've also done screen acting. And I assume that coming together in a large group of people is something you'd want to do in the future. Are there any things that you kind of hope are kind of forever changed or that the pandemic started and you hope just stops there? Um, and I want to go back because th that reminded me you talked about on screen work. So right when the pandemic happened, I was shooting a film. I was in Taco Soup. And um, we didn't even get to have a proper wrap because right, we had like one more day of shooting everything. Um, the movie was supposed to have a completely different ending. We were supposed to shoot it and the pandemic happened. And like, we had to like cancel everything just because we had people who were on set that were like high risk for, you know, if they caught COVID-19, it would not be good. So, you know, that part, that, that definitely is what I'm talking about when I'm like, that we weren't prepared for it. And it like really sucked because a lot of things that we wanted to do didn't get to happen. Um, but, you know, I'm happy with like the turnout of how it did and like, we were able to, you know, it kind of caused us to rethink and caused us to slow down and be like, okay, we can do this. And that's kind of what I hope forever changes us, that we're not always so fast or so quick to do different things, but like we take the time to slow down and process. And it doesn't have to always be go, 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 taking that time to just breathe and like take your time with things, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's the main thing. And then also like what I said before, we're having opportunities to do different things. But I, I know this is gonna suck for people in school though, because I guess like there's never gonna be school, snow days ever again because <laughs> you can just get on Zoom. So it's like, you know, no more snow days, no more, none of that. But those two main things, being able to slow down our processing and moving and like how we work. And then also like being extended the opportunity to be in rooms that we wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to have before. I think it's a little bit funny you mentioned slowing down, considering the amount of things you do. Um, you've been <laughs> uploading regularly to JTube. You release so much music. You've acted in several films. You've done lots of auditioning. And I was kind of curious, you described yourself as a creative in general. 
what does that mean to be a creative or an artist in so many different things? What inspires you to find new projects or new art forms and take that new approach? Um, wow. <laughs> I would say, uh, I well, first it comes from home. Like I come from a family that is full of artists. My dad is a rapper, my mom is a singer. And so it kind of like, I got it honest, like from the home, like I've always been inspired to create and do different things. Um, and a lot of it is just like, I'm a very like adventurous person. Um, I'm an Aries, I don't know if you guys are into astrology, but you know, by nature, Aries are very adventurous people. And so like, I, it's a lot of like trying different things and seeing like what they're like and, you know, figuring out like, oh, I'm actually good at this. Like, oh, I can do a podcast or, oh, I can, you know, do vlogs and like, it'll, you know, come out great. And so, um, yeah, like it, it, it honestly doesn't feel like a lot to me because I'm just, you know, it, it's things that I'm, um, that I want to do. Um, and, and it's different from like, if I had to do these for assignments, like I'm, I'm, I say this all the time, like, I'm really happy that I'm graduated now because I have the opportunity to work on things that I really want to do that are passion projects of mine. And like, you know, if it's something that you really want to do and that you're having fun, it doesn't really feel like a lot, honestly. Like I just, you know, it, it naturally has a balance. So, yeah. <laughs> That's great. You, you have a lot of inspiring sort of moments so far. Um, and I'm excited to continue to watch you grow as a career creative um, on Facebook or on Instagram and you know liking all of your posts and i'm wondering if you have any moments that you maybe didn't i guess go as far as you wanted to or maybe you failed in some way not necessarily because of of any fault of your own but just because of of the issues with the pandemic in the last year and a half mm -hmm. um I do feel like the pandemic did make me a little, I don't know, it made me like a little lazy, I guess, but not like a bad lazy, but like, you know, I think everybody had made them a little lazy. Mm -hmm. um, and then it also kind of just like, I don't know, when it first happened, it limited my, um, or it challenged my way of thinking of like, I could do things. Like I had to get out of the mindset of like, oh, like I can't do this because of the pandemic like I had to definitely shift it and be like, okay, here's a new way of thinking about. Um, I definitely wanted to do a lot more films um, before I graduated. I wanted to audition for a lot more, but I didn't really know how to go about getting access to those films or how to audition. Like I just, you know, was trying to figure it out. Um, so I would say, I guess, I mean, I wouldn't call it failing, but I feel like I didn't like live up to you know what I expected but you know I feel like everything happens for a reason and um even though I didn't get to audition for a lot of stuff like I took an auditioning class and got to really like dissect what it means to audition and understand um the different processes and so like now I feel like I'm a better auditioner because of that and now I'm even more prepared for what auditions have or what auditions that will come in the future for me um yeah and i just i don't know i guess too like i can't talk about like everything without addressing the civil unrest that happened in 2020 and you know just the different things in our department like that was 
I, I wouldn't say it was a failure, but it was very upsetting because as an activist, it was like, I didn't really get a break. It was really straining. So like I go from the summer to, you know, addressing police brutality and act and advocating and being an activist for to that. And then I go into my department and there's, you know, anti-blackness, racism that I also have to address. I can't just sit and not do anything. And so like it was um it, it was very straining. I feel like I <laughs> what a lot of seniors that weren't worrying about, I had to worry about. And so like that was um it was a little frustrating, but it's also like, that's what I signed up for. And like, also, um, you know, that's what it means to be an activist, standing up when nobody else will. And I'm glad that I did because it's like now the department is going to be forever changed because I decided to speak up. And it was really hard to see that, like in the beginning, like when I was going through it and, you know, I would have teachers saying like, oh, like, you know, you're, you're moving mountains, you're making waves, even though you see it. And it's hard to see that like once you're in it, but once the year kind of wrapped and like me actually seeing like the processes, then how how um, season selection even works now, I'm just like, damn, like all because like me and a few other people decided to stand up. Like it, it, it's really rewarding to see um, the changes once you do um, advocate, so. And your work is very impressive. You you were nominated and selected as the outstanding uh, senior in theater. You've won awards at Michigan State for your activism with Black students. And something that I think you've mentioned before on your YouTube channel, JTube, you talked back in high school about going into a private school, being a Black student. You also post a video about talking, going to a predominantly white institution in college mm -hmm. and feeling like you needed to do double the work. People were telling you, learn these things. These are essential, not including anything that you need to learn talking about Black voices, Black art that will continue to affect you as a Black artist. And do you think that going outside academia, starting to go off into the real world and perform just as yourself, not having to conform to what other people are telling you to, do you see any sort of opportunity in that sense of past years change things? Or do you think that there's a lot that needs to be done still? Oh, there's there's so much that needs to be done. I, I don't think it's fixed by any means, but I do think that now the industry is listening. Um, the fact that I, I forget what award ceremony is. I think it's like the Golden Globes, like they're, they're not even having it because they realize that their whole board like needs to be diversified. Um, so like, I, I really like that, that people are listening, but um, you know, there's still a lot of, can I swear on here? I just want to sure. make sure. Yes, oh. yes. There's still a lot of We're shit. Very, <laughs> I, I gotta make sure, you know. Yeah. But um, yep. I feel like there's still <laughs> a lot of shit that's very performative. Um, and so like they're they're just doing it as a as a bandwagon. And the one big thing that I think of is like the whole blackout Tuesday thing. Like, oh, like you 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 don't really say anything about what's going on, but like on this Tuesday you'll post a black square and that's it. Like it was it was so performative to me. And I, I feel like a lot of the times like that happens and it is happening in the industry. And so it's like, we still need to do the work to make sure that there is genuine, um, genuine work being put towards making sure that there is diversity, equity and inclusion in all of these fields and people feel comfortable to just be themselves fully and that, you know, roles are, you know, not written, written to tokenize people, but, you know, are a true, um, a true representation of, you know, somebody's story. 
that somebody's story isn't just their race or their background, but those characters have depth. And that goes into the writing rooms. Like we need to diversify these writing rooms. Like how are you, how do you have a black show with uh, all white writers? Like, how does that work? You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I feel like there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in the industry. And, you know, I, that's one of the things that I will be doing. Like, you know, I have a passion of acting and music, but I also, have a passion to challenge the system as well. And so that's what I, you know, I'm gonna continue to do when I get there. I'll always be an activist. <laughs> um, you have done a great job of adapting to the pandemic and creating art through that adaptation. Um, what is some advice you would give to people maybe in a similar position next time, God forbid, a pandemic happens? <laughs> Um, I would just say, don't wait, don't let the circumstances, um, limit what you think you can do. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Like, I didn't think that, um, well, I'll say this before the pandemic happened. I didn't know when I would ever record songs, but once the pandemic happened, finished the EP, just released the single, like, just do it. Um, I, and I know it's so cliche to say, but like, you really can do anything that you set your mind to. And this is barely the beginning for me like imagine all the things that like that I do want to do and that I can do and that I wouldn't be able to do if I was like oh there's a pandemic oh there's this oh there's that like you know there are those things and it's valid to feel like you know stressed and worried but at the end of the day the only person stopping you from doing it is you so you just just do it don't really don't wait don't ask for, for permission do what you need to do that's something that I, as an artist, have been dealing with myself, talking about, should I or am I good enough? And what I've started to go by is, don't let you decide if you're good enough. Do it and then let someone else decide. You can't say, oh, I shouldn't audition for this. It's not for me. If you want to do it, let them make that decision. Worst that can happen is they say no and it's not a big deal. Like, just thinking about, like, euphoria, like, that was such a big role like this show already existed and I just was like so nervous and like I went back and forth should I do it should I do it and I was like fuck it like I took this auditioning class like I'm about to graduate with a BFA in acting if anybody knows how to act it's me with a degree in acting and so I did it and I got a call back did I get the role no but I, I got a fucking call back for euphoria like that's pretty amazing especially for like my first you know industry audition and I never would have known that I you know could do that unless I did it. So, yeah. Well, congratulations, Heather. That's awesome work. I'm so glad you got that opportunity. Thank you. Thank Something you. that, since you've had those opportunities and you've started to create on your own, we're kind of in this weird started, not started yet. What do you feel like as an artist trying to start your career, producing your own things, when now everybody's fighting for a job? And the possibility of, you know, being in LA and being there for a while and making ground is kind of delayed. How does that make you feel as somebody really starting to grasp with your creative self? Um, it's definitely stressful. I feel like I'd be more stressed if I wasn't a creative already because, you know, it, I always take um, one of my favorite actresses. She was in Pretty Little Liars. Her name is Troy, Troy and Belisario. She, um, she said this thing, she said, um, it's always great to be cast like in that leading role to get that big break, but like 
you can't wait on that. Like you have to always be making your own stuff. Like I think of people like Issa Rae and Tyler Perry, like they make their own shit and they're big because of it. And so like, you know, that's that's what gives me comfort. But like, you know, it is kind of stressful. Um, just, you know, moving to a big city in general is stressful and like trying to like find an agent and get those connections. But, um, you know, I have comfort in knowing that like, I know what I bring to the table. Always know your worth, always know what you bring to the table is really important. I know what I bring to the table. Um, and I just know the type of person I am. Um, I'm very outgoing. I love, you know, I, I'm always kind to others and people wanna work with people like that. And so, you know, I've just been focused on, you know, making those type of connections and always, you know, being my genuine self and bringing that to the table. I know that the genuine Jay is always gonna win in the end and go far. And I also find comfort in the fact that anything that is meant for me will be for me, you know, like I, you know, I can't get too hung up on the opportunities that I don't get because that just means that they weren't for me. But, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunities that I do get because they were meant for me. So, yeah. It's that mindset of it's not a destination, it's a journey because you can get that big break, but who knows when that is? You can do plenty of things in the meantime. Maybe you find a passion somewhere else. One year you're doing a bunch of screen projects. The next year you spend a lot of time on YouTube. It's mm -hmm. all in fluctuation. And I'm glad that you have this willingness to create and learn. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to express some of the projects you've been working on or some of the things you have available to anybody who might be listening who's interested in what you're doing, where they can find you, uh, if you have anything releasing soon or anything you want to say in general. Yes, definitely. Thank you for that. Um, so where all of my stuff is or concentrated is on my website, which is jgooden.com. Take a visit. There's some you know, info about me, um, a lot of the work that I've done, a lot of the films that I've done are on there, the commercial work. My film reel is on there, so jgooden.com again. Um, but just to go into more specifics of some of the projects, so I do have a YouTube channel. It's called JTube, J-A-Y-T-U-B-E, all caps on YouTube. Um, I do a lot of different videos right now. It's kind of a vlog channel. So like I'll do different vlogs. Um, so check that out. Um, I've been in definitely working on my music. Like you guys said, I just released a single. It's called I Don't Really Know by Jay Gooden. It's available on all streaming platforms. So whatever you listen to or where, um, wherever you stream music, that's where you can uh, listen to it. Um, I do have a few projects coming up, but like Kim Kardashian says, what she learned from her father, Rob Kardashian, don't release anything until it's ready. So when it's ready, y'all will know, but there, there, are, there are some projects that are coming. And so, um, you know, stay tuned for that, but definitely keep an eye on my website. Uh, keep an eye on my um, Instagram. My Instagram is j underscore good in 98. All of the... Uh, work and projects that I'm doing are on that website and on my Instagram. So, you know, definitely stay tuned, check me out, give me a follow, um, interact. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not one of those like snooty people. I'll message you back. So, <laughs> oh, and, and follow me on TikTok too. Follow me on TikTok, jgooden98. I'm really good at TikToks. So, or just, I think it's just jgooden on TikTok. Yeah, it's just jgooden. So yeah, I'm really good at TikToks. That's a lot of fun too. I really like that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much for uh, being on the podcast and sharing your journey with us. Um, thank you for having me. I, this was great. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> that concludes today's episode with Jay Gooden. 
For more information on Jay, look at the show notes down below. For more information on the Art of Adaptation podcast, go to theartofadaptation.com or search the Art of Adaptation podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you again for listening.